Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, you you here? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. And I does have to talk up a little bit. And about two minutes before the show, we're going to go quiet because it says it plays this. It even records this, so. Okay. Okay. But uh, just waiting for uh, Patty to call in, so. You're coming in really loud on my phone. Am I? Yeah, let me turn it. Let me try this. Can you hear me okay? Or Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, Patty just called up, so uh, let me get her online. Okay. Okay. Hello, Patty? Yeah. Okay. Uh, situation is Annette's got company, so she may not be on tonight, so it'll be uh, you, me, and Deanne. Oh, okay. All right. Hi, Patty. Hi. How are you? Oh, just doing good. Getting over a cold, I think. <laughs> Everybody's been coming down with something hey, lately. It's yeah. been bad. I came down with the full full moon residue. residue so. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so if you hear me sound like I'm, you know, chewing on something, it's generally cough drops. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're I don't have, have a good cough attack. We'll be okay. Okay, we're going to have to go silent in about a minute or so, so okay. uh, until the show starts. Um, and Patty, like I said, I'll introduce, I'll say, how you doing, Patty? And that'll be your time to come on in, okay? Okay. All right, so, uh, and that's that she, she's going to try, she's got company, and they're her in-laws. I said, well, set them in front of the computer. Well, that wouldn't go over, so, um, <laughs> we'll have no problem, though, so. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, and we'll take callers. Patty and I'll say they can call in and even if they want to ask questions. So, all right. Okay. All right. So, okay, we're gonna go silent for the next two minutes, then we'll start up. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Uh, Patty, you're still going to do readings at our thing, sure. right? Sure. I have every intention. I'll probably do my okay. poems. Okay. All right. I just want to verify that before. Oh, sure. <clears throat> okay. Okay.
20 seconds. So. I half expect my son to pop in. <laughs> And gentlemen, we hello, ladies and gentlemen. The unexplained world, radio unexplained world, with radio broadcast, with co-host Shanahan from the inner circle of from the inner circle of location where you will find a location where you will find that the inner beach ain't that natural. Will be nothing super anymore. Okay, are you guys there? Hello. 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 Yeah. You made it. Hello. I did. Okay. Super. A little bit. All right, Deanne, you're there, and right? Yes, I'm here. Good evening. Oh. Hi, Deanne. Hi. Okay. All right, we had a little problem. Is somebody on who's online has their uh, um, their computer on the show? Please turn it down, just like any other talk show radio. We were getting double feedback. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Unexplained World. My name is Ed Shanahan, and we have temporarily with us Annette and Deanne. It's Sunday, January 7th. It's our paranormal night with our guest, Patty Harrison from Mystic Investigations. We will be bringing her on in a little bit. Um, hey, ladies, I'm going to ask you a question. It was uh, a full moon, 100% this week. Um, anything strange? Annette, Dan, anything you know, strange? I was, on, I was on the lookout for oddities, and actually things seemed more peaceful than I normally find them, which was... Really? Delightful. Yeah. It was a really beautiful moon. <laughs> yeah, it was full. Uh, <laughs> Deanne, how about you? Um, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, well, i got to say, and I'm going to say it right now, okay? There must be a res- res- residue, residue of the full moon because there are some people acting not normal <laughs> lately. So. <laughs> Happy someone, yeah. <laughs> beautiful on the full moon, but... um last few days, man. Okay. Uh, tonight we have Patty Harrison, and she is from Mystic Investigations, okay, a large Yahoo group. And Patty, are you online? Yes, I am. There you go. Now, evening, Patty, Patty and Annette. Good evening. Hello, Patty. Hello. Patty and Annette are from the same area, and uh, Patty is part of, I guess you're into investigations. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, I'd say that. But you're not, you don't classify yourself as an investigator. No, I kind of, what I, I think the reason why it's kind of investigations, because as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the paranormal, there's no real experts because it's such an ongoing field. So it's always being investigated. Okay. And there's a bit of a mystery to it. Okay. And you're, you're, a, you're a feeler, more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. On that, and um, basically, Patty lives maybe about 15 minutes from you. So you guys should basically exchange maybe some ideas of locations. Oh. Uh, Annette's got the uh, Tree of Death by her. Patty's gone there. And uh, Annette, i got to say, Patty told me that when she went by there the one time, she uh, she went to the farmhouse, the haunted farmhouse, as we call it, mm-hmm. and she, she got shagged away from there, <laughs> from the police. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. They're doing a lot of work to it now, Patty. Did you see the work yes, they've done I to seen, it? Yes, I haven't been there lately. It's been quite a while, but... Uh, I've seen where the restoration has come in from the, you know, the beach yeah, area where they're redoing They put a, a new lot. roof on to get it through the winter is what my assumption is. Mm-hmm. And they took the front porch off. And I don't know, do you, do you must have seen the picture, that the photograph that Ed Oh, yeah, and I went by there and you could see where, you know. Yeah, and I'm going to assume that the activity will increase due to the fact that they took off the porch and put mm-hmm. a new roof and probably really cleaned up the interior, maybe even took out some, you know, plaster and stuff. So, you know, it would be really interesting to, uh, I mean, to the, set up a camera or something, you know. Right. I, the officer was more like, you know, a DNA officer for uh, right. the state of Indiana there. And he was pretty He was pretty nice and everything. He was explaining to us that, uh, you know, how all that was bought up and Indiana's doing a lot of restoration on that, and that was yeah. one of the places that's going to be restored, which I find fantastic. I think that's good. That oh, yeah. You know, bring them back to where they should be. But other than that, it's a very, very strange feeling. Just being mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. Just odd. And I did capture something on one of my picks. Oh. That, you know, I had to kind of blow it up, but it, it did look like a person walking in the back of the house. Oh, really? This was during the day, yeah. Oh, near the back of the property? hmm Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the woman who lived there actually, pretty. Much, I'm going to say, was probably born, raised, married, had children, and, and, and you know, recently, the last couple of years, died there. Mm. So she was there just her, like, her entire life on yeah. the original farm property, which, you know, got absorbed by other things over the years, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. That's why she's, you know, sold the house way back when and said, okay, well, on my dying day, it will be taken over by the state of Indiana then. Right, right. For the I think National Lakeshore. A lot of the properties through there. I mean, I've through the years, I've kind of drove up and down through those areas, and they've had some wild-looking properties that have me feeling kind of strange. Yeah. All through there. Um, what's the name of your group? Do you have a, I mean, besides Mystic Investigation, it's do you have a... Do you have a group of people that go to locations or anything like that? Well, once in a while. It just depends on who feels like going. I don't really put a real call out for it. Like I said, I'm more spontaneous. Yeah. Mine's yeah. more of a spontaneous thing. You know, I mean, we don't have any regular scheduled meetings or anything. It's just like all of a sudden we all get an urge and we're gone. And that's it. So, yeah, sometimes that's the best. Like I'll go by myself or uh-huh. maybe I'll take one or two people and – that's where the pictures that you see on the website, that's what those, um, that's what they come from. Yeah, that's um, basically like with me, you know, it's just like one or two people are just then, myself, and I'll just take my digital out and go shoot pics and see what I come up with. And I noticed something with the digital cameras that uh, you let the pics sit 24 hours without even yeah. looking at them, just load them to the computer. Let them sit about 24 hours, you'd be surprised what you see. Huh, huh. Now that's out. You know, it takes it a while to come out. 
what he then then what we'll do is like with Annette and that we'll have uh, you know in in her area out by you mm-hmm. we'll have uh, groups and I think we enjoyed it didn't we Annette this year or last year I should say 2006. Hello Annette. Did we lose Annette? I think we lost Annette. I think we oh. did too. <gasps> oh wow. Wow. So maybe she'll call back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well. Deanne, we've done that. We've taken groups, people on uh, little tours out here. Yes. So, um, and that's usually, uh, that's that's usually what we do. Um, I'm having, I'm getting emails and some messages, but, um, so. I think my um, one of my favorites around Laporte County is Cozy Chapel. I have to admit that has got to be one of my favorite spots to go. What I've is never Posey? Been Posey Chapel. It's in it's in northern northern Laporte County, close to the Michigan border. Mm-hmm. And that's never failed me. Hmm. And what is it? A cemetery? Uh... It's a cemetery. It's okay. an older cemetery that's been around since oh, way back in the pioneer days. And there's always been some kind of activity. There isn't. I don't think a person in Laporte area or Michigan say just Laporte County doesn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, never fails to go out there, just drive by there at night and take a pic or two, and you'd be surprised what you see. But I think that's got to be one of LaPorte County's most haunted. Would that be more like a, a lost cemetery? Um, uh, Maybe an older one? Or? It's an older one, yes, but they have new graves up there. And that was more like a pioneer cemetery. At one time there was a church there built back in the 1800s. And it actually burnt down, and then they rebuilt it. And in the early part of the 70s, some uh, young kids out of Michigan came down and burned it again. Now they just have a pavilion up there. Hmm. But it's got some very, very old graves. I mean, there's not a time where I haven't walked in there and heard something, seen something. Did you catch anything on uh, on the pics? Or? Oh, yeah. I've got one that uh, one pick alone is just loaded down with orbs. Wow. I mean, and it's just, and I've had some weird experiences. As a matter of fact, one time I got locked out of a car. No. Couldn't get back in. <laughs> no, really. I mean, it was it was perfectly calm when we got there. And uh, next thing I know, the wind started picking up for no reason on a beautiful, clear night. Next thing, we just, something did not want us back in the car. Huh. Huh. That was weird. It took a good Ten minutes before finally I said, okay, we're ready, getting ready to leave. Will you please let us in? The door is unlocked, and we were able to get in. Huh. <laughs> That's a very what, interesting spot. What other areas are there out there, would you say? That are real good? Mm-hmm. That, um, let's see. There's another area, but actually it's more... It's a little further from Posey. It's actually right on the border of Indiana and Michigan. And there's, I cannot find a name on the cemetery at all, okay, because it's one of those old pioneer cemeteries. Oh, gosh, let's see how many years ago at that. Derek's 18. He was probably about eight or nine. Yeah, I'd say about eight or nine. Him and a bunch of his friends would say, Mom, let's go, you know, before Halloween they wanted to go on a ghost hunt. So naturally I took him by Posey. And then I remembered this little cemetery, and I said, oh, let's take a ride up there. So we did, and uh, it was a beautiful night, you know, on a clear October evening. And 
we drove by the cemetery first, and we stopped, and we looked, and next thing we realized that the back part of the cemetery, which has a bunch of tombstones in it, the stones glue. They were glowing, a luminous white. At first, I thought, okay, I'm seeing things. <laughs> and yeah. then the kids are going, okay, you know, they start freaking out a little bit. I said, well, maybe it's my headlights. I said, let's go down the road and turn around, because I had a van at the time. So we went down the road, turned around. And I had the van facing the other direction where you couldn't see the lights, okay, you know, into the cemetery. And those stones were still a-glowing, okay. Well, about that point, we decided it's time to get out and go kind of walk through the cemetery. Okay, well, the girls, naturally, the girls that my son had with, they all got a little scared. They didn't want to get out, but I did with Derek and his one buddy. And we're walking about halfway into the cemetery, and Derek looks over and says, Mom, there's a dark shadow. Well, I didn't see anything. And I told him, I said, Derek, I think maybe we'd better just come on and get out of here on that and stuff. And well, we went back to my van and kind of talked a few minutes, and the boys wanted to go again while the girls were screaming, which is normal, okay, kids that age, you know, boys being brave. So I said, okay, we'll go back into it one more time. So he's walking ahead of me, and his friend Kevin was behind him, and I was behind them. And I looked over, and I seen it, too. It was crunching and walking towards my son. Hmm. I told Derek, I said, it's time to stop. It's time to leave. And we left. Another incident up at that cemetery is I was up there with some friends one night. You've watched these horror movies where the hall all of a sudden gets long and goes real far? Yeah. You know, and people are running down. Well, that cemetery plays tricks on you. I mean, Posey's fun, but this one's a little bit, I'd say this one's more on the scary side. I was out there one night, and uh, we were just kind of walking around out through there looking at the stones. And my one girlfriend was stuck in the vehicle. She was scared to death to come out uh, for some reason. She was scared because I told her the story of the dark shadow on that. And uh, anyways, we are just kind of standing there and, Next thing I knew, I seen orbs. Because that cemetery, you can actually see them. If you're there long enough, you will see small orbs hopping from stone to stone at night. Mm. Okay. That's with the naked eye. That's without any kind of camera. Right. Okay, so next right. thing I knew, I seen these orbs hopping around her uh, on the vehicle. So uh, we I decided, well, I'm going to go down there because I know she's got to be freaking out, so I just kind of started walking, and it seemed like the cemetery all of a sudden was getting longer. Well, anyways, there's a fence there with barbed wire on it. Yeah. Now, this is really strange. All of a sudden, that fence was not there, okay? And I thought maybe it was just the gate was open. Well, I got close enough to the fence where actually something pushed me right into it, and I had my hands all, my hands got all bloodied up from the barbed wire. Mm. After that, we all left. <laughs> wow. You know, I mean, there's times, like I said, you know, I have had some weird incidents. That's those, That cemetery, I would say, is more, it's it's actually located in Michigan. It's not really considered Indiana, but it's just right on the border. When was the yeah. last time you were there? Oh, gosh, it's been a while since I've been there. I think the last time I was there was during the daytime, and uh, it's not lilacs during the uh, time in October. You don't huh. smell lilacs in October. That's things I pick up on. You pick up, I pick up on, like, scents and uh, just feelings as to what's going around and things like to push me around every now and then. And 
I don't know why, but, <laughs> you know, I'm not really, you know, there's times, yeah, I can be scared, but there's times where I just kind of like, okay, I know you don't want us here, so I think it's time to leave, and that's a good way of showing us. But uh, that's another one of the good ones. Then there's Devil's Bridge, which is in more here in Michigan City. That's a pretty good place to go. I kind of enjoyed that. They say at one time that's the old road to Chicago. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, and they said a lot of times that the bootleggers would uh, come down, they would drop a body off over there, too. And you you can get pictures there of a lot of orbs and vortex. It's pretty, you know, but you can see where kids have been there. They've wrote all kinds of weird stuff, a lot of graffiti. But that's a pretty neat one. I've heard, heard some strange things being there, sounds and stuff. I have another cemetery that's basically right up the road from me. It's called Beatty's. It's a little small cemetery. I'd say it's more. It's another pioneer-type cemetery. I was out there one night with my daughter-in-law and my grandsons, because they love going ghost hunting. My grandsons just adore it. But anyways, my daughter-in-law and I got out of, the, got out of her van, and her and I were walking around just taking pictures and stuff. And all of a sudden, because they got a long driveway to it, okay, we looked mm-hmm. at the driveway, down the driveway. Well, it looked like a car was pulling in. Okay. So I looked at my daughter and I said, I think maybe we better get going. I said, we're probably going to get in trouble for being out here. Here comes a car. Well, she, you know, we hopped in and stuff, hopped in the, hopped in her van, and we started to pull out. Well, it was weird because the way the driveway set up, we were pulling out. That car should have theoretically still been down at the end of the drive. Okay. There was nothing there. Wow. Not a thing. The lights, the way they looked, they looked like they were just kind of, I mean, they were so bright. It reminded us of headlights, but yet again, we weren't sure. My daughter wants worse. You won't go back to that one. I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Patty, um, do you have my uh, address for MySpace? Yeah. Okay. What you're going to have to do after the program is uh-huh. post it for your your membership and have to go listen to the show. Oh, Okay. okay. Uh, approximately an hour after, and it'll be for the rest of the week. Oh, okay. It seems like, and that's what I meant earlier when I got an email, that, yeah, we're live and everything, but what's happened is it's not being broadcast live. We're recording it, so the replay will be playing, okay? But oh, it's okay. not being broadcast for whatever reason. Hmm. And uh, so let's go on, you know, for you know, for when people do listen, they'll know now that we're fully aware of it. But um, we'll just go on with the show because it will be rebroadcast anyways oh, during okay. the, the full week. So I just wanted to get that point across yeah. right now. Uh, and I will be contacting Blog Talk Radio to find out what happened. But everybody's got to remember they're still in the beta form. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once in a while, things will happen. No, yeah. Okay. Maybe it's the ghost that let me tell about some of these I'll tell you what. You know, I'm beginning to wonder if they don't want to be too known. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, especially the, um, look what happened. We lost the net when we were talking about the right. farmhouse. Right. Um, if, if you remember from our previous, I think it was two shows ago, Chrissy called us about the things going on in her house and um, me and Annette are supposed to, or me and Deanne are supposed to go there. And she called me the Sarah day. Her and her mother were in a room talking about her grandmother. Me, you're her grandmother about me and Deanne coming there. And all of a sudden, 
the TV started changing channels on its own. I can so, believe uh, that. It doesn't surprise me. Really. Yeah. And like I said, like I said, the one small cemetery, that's, that's a weird one, like I said, in Michigan. I think that's one of the most. So, uh, whatever, the gremlins, like the mass. whatever the gremlins are, they're out here. Yeah, so, they are. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, the residue of the full moon is still upon me. Oh, yeah. um, I was going to say, that I was a little me. insecure here. <laughs> oh, me? Me. Uh, <laughs> what, you feel insecure? Oh, just all, no, with the, the spirit world here. Oh. Well, well, maybe I say, should say us. I'm feeling insecure. <laughs> I don't know if we're well. Maybe I need. Maybe I re- need to remind them we're here as friends. You know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, hard to be as friends to you know now whether it works or not. I don't know. <laughs> but I like to let me mention a couple things. Um, this portion of the show is brought to you by Champs Rock Room Restaurant and Catering Service and Banquet Hall at 6501 West 79th Street in Burbank, Illinois. Live bands every Friday and Saturday night and home of the $2.50 half-pound hamburger and fries. Okay? It's um, it's delicious and also is the home of our psychic fairs for the unexplained world with the Spirit Weavers. And speaking of that, we're going to be there January 28th, which is a Sunday from 1130 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we're going to have Deanne doing readings. We're going to have Rhonda doing readings. We're going to have uh, Leah coming in from Wisconsin to do readings. I will be doing palm readings, personal psychometry, and psychometry with an item of a loved one who's passed away. And also, we're going to have Patty coming in to do readings. She's going to be coming in from Indiana. And Patty, what type of readings do you do? I do pendulum boards. I actually, I do uh, regular Boards like a Ouija, I've done those before. Those are a longer, drawn-out thing, though. That's mm-hmm. not something you can really do at a psychic fair, okay, because yeah. that's a lot. Okay. I have, you know, I've done those. Um, I've done your cards. I think my favorite, though, is the pendulum. Okay, so we got you doing the pendulum. People know what I do. Deanne does tarot readings, uh, intuitive readings, right? Yeah. And what else, Deanne? Um. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I threw it out to you. I know. I yeah, know. yeah. Um, I am a certified professional tarot reader and a member of the American Tarot Association. Um, also, intuitive reader. Um, I'm also what is called as an empath, which I am very. I feel. I feel a lot. <laughs> feel really connections with with the person I am reading for. It's it's like becoming a unity as one. And that's good. Yeah. That sounds so good. Uh, sometimes good. it's... Depends on the situation, huh? Yes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes it can be really, really draining because if somebody's going through something really hard or... I find that a lot with boards. Grieving, I go through. Yeah. When I do boards, I get so drained. I mean, it's like it pulls a lot out of me. After about 15 minutes, I want to go to sleep. I mean, it's it's that rough. But then I get a lot of stuff that comes through, though, too. Well, what we're hoping is that in the future maybe we could wander over into your area. Patty, I think you'd and, like uh, it because there's, there is basically a lot here mm-hmm. to look at, you know, I mean, and see because it's, it's – it's, uh, 
I think LaPorte County is kind of strange anyway. I mean, I think Well, I'm even talking about maybe set up a fair or something too. Right. In right. the area, so. Yeah. Like uh, some of the ghost sites are pretty are pretty good though too. I mean, LaPorte's got a lot of history behind it. It makes it I think more haunted than most. You know, a lot of people don't realize. <laughs> now, I was told this by someone. Now, whether it's true or not, because I really haven't checked into it, but at one time, LaPorte used to be connected all by lakes. Okay. okay. I mean, used to be able to take a ferry from Michigan City to LaPorte, Indiana, which is only like a 15-minute ride. And at one time, LaPorte had a medical school. Okay. And this was way back when. Well, instead of disposing of the bodies like they were supposed to, they kind of got thrown in the water. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's the reason why LaPorte County Lakes were drained. Hmm. And there's actual old drainage systems in the lakes. Okay. Now, this was told to me by someone who had talked to someone that was very, very old and knew about it. Wow. And then there's a lot of, come to find out, doing some more studying on some of the things that went on. Uh, LaPorte had a lot of well-established spiritualists in it. Okay. On that. And there's one gentleman by name Armstrong that's buried in a cemetery that's out near what they consider um, Pinhook area. Okay. On that. So I think that's why there's a lot more hauntings. Another good place to go, I'd say, in Laporte is Patton Cemetery, which is more of an inner city type cemetery. I've, uh, they've got the last victim of uh, Laporte, Indiana's well-known murderess, Belle Gunness, her last victim, is buried there. Hmm. And I have had pictures at uh, Patton Cemetery with a lot of orbs. But I feel sorry for the cemetery people because, I'll tell you, they have a hard time. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the kids have gone in there and, and done such horrible vandalism. Mm. I hate seeing that, especially on such historical monuments that are there. It, um, we got a caller somehow. Somebody knows we're on, and uh, let's see who they are. Okay, uh, this is from the seven zero eight seven zero eight five three two five. Are you there? Hello, hello. Seven zero eight five three five. Are you there? Going once. Going twice. Seven zero eight five three five. Are you there? And guess what? They're gone. Okay. Oh, well, we tried. We tried. And, you know, I guess you could call the control factor on my end. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> here and gone. Okay. All right. Hello, hello. Did I just lose? I'm here. <laughs> You're there. But we just lost Patty. Oh, no. Oh, Yes. The gremlins are acting up tonight. They so. sure are. Yeah. Um, hopefully she'll call back in. Oh, I hope so. This is so yeah. fascinating. I'm thinking road trip, Ed. Road trip. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, we were, we were talking about that. We might be able to tie that into Annette's uh, um, area and stuff like that. Right. You know, well, the, the tree of death and that. The and first one she was talking about sounded really, really active. And fascinating. Yeah, I want to get her back on because I want to talk to her about the witches cemetery and stuff like that also, you know. But uh I think we have her. 
Yeah, I can. Hold on, let me play. Okay. Hello, Patty. Hello, I'm back. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. <laughs> I have got, to be. <laughs> we got gremlins, kid. We have, uh, yes. I was just telling Deanne that um, because she brought up it sounds like a road trip out there. Oh, right? yeah, I'm packed and ready to go. <laughs> okay. Um, about that you also have an area, a cemetery where a witch is buried. Well, this is down where my son, Brandon, who had the little baby that everybody play, prayed for, Colin, um, mm-hmm. he, after the baby was born, they moved down by his ladies, the other grandma, down by uh, Fort Wayne, which is near, actually they live in Ed Villa, but they're right by Kendallville area, okay? These little towns kind of sit right across from each other. Well, there's a cemetery in, in Kendallville, that has an actual witch buried there. Okay, wow. That is very interesting cemetery. I got a chance to go to it when I went down after, you know, the baby come home and they got into their house and everything. I got a chance to go there. It's not, which to this day, I can't figure out how in the heck they got these people up in this cemetery, but there are stones that are really aren't too old, and then there's stones that are super old, okay? But you mm-hmm. have to, actually, you drive only so far, and then the rest, you're walking. And it's called Spook Hill. Any idea how she died? It's just curious. Okay, from what I heard of the legend of it, she had come from Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. Okay. And she had killed children there. Then when okay. she got down in this area, she killed more. And what happened was the townspeople had buried her, but they didn't bury her right, and her spirit came back. Mm. So the second time around of the killing of her, they buried her upside down. And her grave faces an area, because it's all, there's a lot of trees that surround it, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you look up, straight up in the sky, when the moon's full, that moon beams right on where she's buried at, at night. Now, now, I'm not sure if I could handle being there at the night, but I was there during the day. Yeah, yeah. Now, is it a closed-off cemetery, or is it... No, it's not day? closed off. It's just very strange to get to. As a matter of fact, you know, when we went there, my son went with Melissa's brother, because he's the one that knows more about it than anybody, because my son drove. And mm-hmm. when we got there, it was... Before we, you know, went, I mean, it was sunny and everything. And we stopped at the one gas station so I could get a pop because I'm always thirsty when I'm out, you know, on a hunt. I've got to have a pop or water or something to drink while I'm look, looking around. Hopefully but, it's a Pepsi, but go ahead. Yeah, well, Pepsi, yeah, Pepsi. <laughs> uh, okay. Or water, one of the two. But at any rate, um, when we got there, as we were driving there, it clouded up real bad. Wow. It was like it was going to rain, but yet it didn't. Yeah. And our, you know, we're, you know, we're walking around, and you know, Shane, he's telling us a story, you know, about the witch and everything, and I'm just picking up on feelings, and I'm taking, you know, taking pictures, snapping away, and stuff. Well, we laugh, we say, well, okay, fine, you know, because a lot of it was very overgrown, and yet there were still songs that were very readable. But hers is not readable. Hers is in a spot all by herself. She doesn't even have a stone. That's okay. what I was going to ask you if she there, had one. No, there's no stone, but. He showed us the spot, like I said, you know, and where the, you know, it comes down through the trees. But on our way, you know, walking down, 
I was getting in my son's vehicle, and so was Shane, and I happened to look up, and it was very, very strange because there was no wind. It looked like the trees were waving goodbye to us. The Hmm. weird, it was like something was right with us. Yeah. And he, you know, Shane, he knows me. He says, whatever you do, don't talk to her. And I said, I won't. (laughs) That's the first thing he told me. He says, don't you dare talk to her. Hmm. On that, I said, I won't. And I didn't. But we were being way bye-bye to That was very strange. Have you heard any stories of anything, any activity from... Other people from her? Just basically Shane. He's the only one I have talked to about, but I guess it's a well-known situation down there with her. A lot of people won't even go there. They're that scared. So there's no fences or anything around there? No, there's no fences. None whatsoever. And there's none that, is there anything that says no trespassing? No. So... Ed, no, you're on your own with this one. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you, I was—I mean, I was huffing and a puffing going up this steep. I could—I still can't figure out how the heck, where the heck, they get these people buried up there. For one thing, it seems to me they'd have to drag the coffins up there. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you'll go so far. There's a road, okay, and then after that, all there is is just dirt, and you can see where the, you know tree branches are growing out in the pathway. And that's about the only footing you have going up. And how long ago was this? This you was think just buried? past spring. I, how long ago no, she was no. buried? Yeah. That I'm not exactly sure. This one I couldn't tell you, but it's, had, it's, it's probably been a while. Do they have a Something? name for her? Pardon me? Does she have a name? Yes, she does. It's a highly unusual name. And as a matter of fact, I <coughs> was so freaked out I forgot it with it because of the way the situation was. I almost, I almost threw out a couple of names, but a couple of people. <laughs> but, uh, so. well, like I said, it's an unusual name. So yeah, I'm like there, I yeah. said, you know, I, I want to go back, you know, and do some more exploring of it a little bit. Would you do it at night? Yeah. As long as I had a few people with me, I sure wouldn't go by myself. Dan? Well, the, the <laughs> is there something for us to talk about later? Well, they're calling her a witch. That's just kind of... <laughs> now, was that, was that, was that, uh, was that... I'm was feeling that title, offended. <laughs> was that a title that she gave herself, or was No, that, that was something that she was, no, she was actually wanted in Massachusetts. Okay. Oh. And somehow or another, she made her way clear over here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, and, but she was wanted for killings of children. She now, what I mean was it was that a title? You know, like they did in uh, in the times when they burned witches and that. I got a feeling it probably was. Okay. Okay. What so I can there gather. you go, Deanne. Okay. okay. I feel better. Yeah, that I can, you know, that I, you know, that I kind of surmise from listening to the story of her. Yeah, I'm you looking know. for a happy medium. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you know, you know. it, it was it was a very different experience. Just yeah. the feelings I got, they weren't. Well, you consider the soul that was buried there. It doesn't. It could be, you know. It doesn't have to have a title. It's just the person themselves. Yeah, the person what was buried there. She wasn't that old either. I guess she was under 30. Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. To me, it does sound like it was a title thrown out to her back in the times back when they, the yeah, yeah, when they would throw things out at women that, you know, 
basically didn't meet the, uh, what would you say, the status quo. Yeah, okay? something uh, she didn't yeah. meet, but evidently yeah. she was a very evil, evil person. And I'm picturing, you you know, you asking how they got her up there. I'm picturing it was probably, you know, like you see in old Western movies, the horse. It probably dragged the coffin up there by the end of a horse. Uh, like I said, well, her, I don't know how they got her up there, but they probably dragged everybody else up there. But the thing is, some of the stones are not that old. Huh, huh. You know, and then you've got some that are totally unreadable. Yeah. You know, and they say, now, see, because but when we were there, like I said, it was, you know, after Colin come home, it's full-blown spring. Everything mm-hmm. was so grown over that mm-hmm. there are more graves because it's kind of, they call it Spook Hill because it is a hill that kind of slopes down. And the green area that's there, those are where children are buried at that she killed. <gasps> wow. Oh, that gave me the chills. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's another cemetery in Kendallville that has more children that were killed. Wow. Well, I'm definitely interested in that location. Uh, next thing, you know, we'll hear is there's a headless horseman. You know, remember the story, the hill, the headless horseman coming mm-hmm. down? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, As a matter of um, fact, but, I had talked to Melissa today, and she said that in Kendallville there is another haunted location that she said, Shane probably forgot to tell me about, of a train wreck that they do see a what they call a ghost train. I think I heard about that one. Now, do you remember me bringing that up before? Was that the circus? No, that's in Hammond. This is no, I'm know, talking about, I'm talking, I'm asking Deanne, was that what you brought up? Was that the circus train you brought maybe up? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, because I think yeah. that one's in Hammond. Where they heard the animals. Yeah. Yeah, because they had a circus train that killed a bunch of the animals off. Yeah, and there's a burial uh, cemetery out here, in, not too far from us, Deanne, that they're actually buried at. Uh, okay, the circus performance, and they, and they have an elephant on the headstone. You know, well, before murder. we go to another subject, why would they bury her upside down? This way the spirit doesn't come back at all. Huh. She was that powerful that she could come back. Great, putting her upside down. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting, too. That's the, something that they did to make sure her spirit would not come back. Because she told him she would the first time, and she did. Hmm. Huh. I wonder if she has. Well, <laughs> oh, let's put it this way. I was just kind of like, you know, I was, I was, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm, I'm not the type to say that I won't get scared because I will. I mean, if anybody's with me and they're scared, hey, that's fine. That's a normal human reaction. Yeah. I'm not going to yell right. anybody about it. Right. I mean, let's face it. There are some things out there that... Um, just to let you both know, uh-huh. my door just opened by itself. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, we're bringing very, them all up tonight, aren't we? Sure are. It's very cold in here right now. Oh, yeah. Lately, lately it's been like that around here for me, too. I Thanks, oh. Ed. Thanks, Patty. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I'm know. sending them over to you. Oh, that's okay. I'm used to it. It's nothing new I'm to me. I'm tired of it. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't phase me anymore. I'm used to my remote flying across the living room floor and things like that. You know what I mean? I've got. What do you think? A circle of energy in there? Maybe uh, it's a. It's the witches. It's a what? What's the name of the cemetery again? There, Spook Hill. I don't. They call it Spook Hill. Okay. I don't know the legal name, but that's what. 
Hey, why don't we keep it at why don't we keep it at that? Then they then we know it's not going to be overrun by people. Then. Right. Well, I don't think too many. From what I gather, not too many people have the guts enough to go up there, even during the daytime. Wow. Oh, here he goes. And I thought, well, you know, didn't excuse me. I'm got a cough because of this cold. It you know it doesn't bother. Well, the aunt said she wanted to do a field trip, so. Well, <laughs> it's not that far. It's only about an hour and a half or so from my area, so it's it's not really a far ride. But like I said, I'd have to find the directions again because it is it it is out in the country. A lot huh. of that area. That area is quite. All through there, going down to where my son was at, it's a lot of Amish people. Hmm. That whole area, because you go through Napanee, Indiana, through there, and it's a lot of Amish. And as a matter of fact, I was thinking to myself, boy, wouldn't that be, because I was talking, because the last time I went down there was for Colin's birthday, and uh, my youngest was with me with his girlfriend, and we were talking. I said, boy, wouldn't that be fun to find a Amish cemetery? But I said, I bet you wouldn't find one. They're probably all buried on their land. Hmm. Probably, you know, but I bet you that would be an interesting. I know they they um, where my wife comes from, um, and you got to remember she's got some Native American in her. Mm-hmm. That um, and they also own a tobacco farm, but it's they're from Kentucky and they do have burials on their property. Oh yeah, they do still some here in Indiana too. Yeah, so uh, you know it it just depends, and a lot of your old farming homes. Mm-hmm. Still have those. And this is, we're talking, you know, an older family. I mean, I think uh, her father's brothers and sisters have to be in their late 60s, okay, mid to late 60s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're talking, like you said, an older um, older type of, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, older background. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the thing you find a lot here in Indiana, they have a lot of that. Huh. You know, I mean, I've went to, like, the, they have a directories that you can look up on the Internet for different cemeteries. Yeah. And you will see where some that are listed, just LaPorte County, I've looked up just LaPorte County with the cemetery. Some of them are, are actually listed on people's residence. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. They'll maybe have only about four or five graves. Huh. And that's it. But they do. But they are considered a cemetery. But they're. I wonder what they do with the property once it's sold. I, I keep wondering that too. I keep thinking the movie Poltergeist. I don't. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, do they move these? You know. Actually, Laporte. As, as a matter of fact, Laporte did have one cemetery years ago that they did move to Pine Lake Cemetery. Okay. On that, that they actually did move the bodies. You know, that's just doing research, and I hmm. found that out because I always kind of wondered. You know, because there was so much old section in that cemetery. Now, you can't get in there. I mean, you can sneak in there at night, but you have to go. If you're going to actually do a ghost hunt in in Pine Lake Cemetery in LaPorte, you have to go and be approved through their board. Well, you should if any of Yeah, you should, basically. Any any fenced off location. Right. You You know, like I said, but, you know, most of the other ones are pretty cool about it as long as, you know, like I said, Patton Cemetery, I know I've talked to the owner several times. And he's let me in there. He doesn't have a problem. He even tells me to call the city police department if I'm going to go in there. That's why, you know, I asked about the Spook Hill place. Well, the Spook Hill place, I think that is just an older cemetery that has basically, it's probably been used. I mean, I mean, and there's just no signs, no trespassing signs, no anything. But it's just 
very, like I said, I still can't figure out how they got these up there. Hmm. And like I was telling you earlier, though, too, the other night when you called, we were talking about Melissa, her mom's house has definitely got problems to it. That was an old funeral home, and that's it's right, right in Ed Villa. Well, it sounds like the aunt's got a little problems going on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Did it warm up by you yet? Um, slightly. The door, I shut the door and it did open again. But there has been activity going on in here. I don't know if either one of you, I mean, this is since we were children, it was a known sign that there was somebody around when you smell flowers, mm-hmm. funeral mm-hmm. flowers. Mm-hmm. I've been getting that a lot lately. Yeah. Very, very strong. And I know there's no incense, air fresheners, or I mean, it's just, it's there. It's just there. Yeah, I've been into one house, um that the house got sold now it's called or mansion in laporte and it's beautiful oh absolutely stunning older home okay um i was in there i got a chance uh, my youngest was working for um the owner in laporte there calf lamore that's another haunted place too right downtown laporte i've been in both of them but uh, when i was in uh, or mansion i was up on the second floor landing walking around and we smelt cinnamon. Hmm. And I looked at the owner and I said, do you have any kind of potpourri laying around that's cinnamon? And he says, no, I don't. But you could smell cinnamon all through that landing. It was me and my one friend. That's all we smelled. Hmm. And there was no, he didn't have anything like that there. Wow. And then the other restaurant that he owns in downtown Laporte, Calf Lamore, I got a call. Derek was working down there part time, you know, doing, you know, after school work and stuff. And uh, I went down there. He called me because the one waitress down there thought, wow, this place is haunted. So we decided to go down there, and I just kind of took my camera and stuff and we're walking around taking pictures. I didn't get any orbs, but we did get the weirdest thing happen to us in the basement. I was kind of walking around because she was saying that. She had another, some other people that were part of some ghost group that was in there and said the place was haunted. And uh, anyways, we're looking. She said, it's over here by the cooler area. Well, that basement, there was another door that was shut that led to another room. And we were walking around taking pictures by the cooler. And I'm just standing there with my one girlfriend. And uh, I'm going, okay, if there's anything here, let us know. Well, we were starting to walk back up, and we happened to look at the other door. Well, we knew it was closed when we walked in there. It was closed. It was wide open. Wow. So things like that happen, just just these little things. I I don't know why. Yeah, little things just to let us know they're here. They're there, yeah. And I said the waitress that worked there, she said that she would set the tables at night come morning. They weren't set very well. And she knows she set them just fine. (laughs) Hey, let me try this again. We got uh, that caller again from okay. 708-535. Let's see if we can get him. Caller 708-535, are you there? Hello, hello. Okay, maybe we, maybe the ghosts are acting up. I guess yeah. they must be. Nobody, I put them on mute, so maybe they're just listening to the show. Maybe it's but. that witch from Spook Hill. I mean, I don't think she quite liked me too well. Now, this is coming from 708, and, uh, um, hmm, so I don't know. But um, we'll no. just leave it, we'll leave them listen. They could do that. Yeah. And uh, put them on mute, and uh, 
we tried to bring him on, so yeah. uh, there was nobody there. Um, I, I got to ask you a question, Patty. Mm-hmm. Okay, since you're a group owner like I am, and that, mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about a lot of the posts that you see out there on the internet? I find some of them okay. Some of them can be very, very cruel to people. Mm-hmm. I found that, and that, that's hurtful. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, you I'm not. I've right. never claimed to be an expert. Mm-hmm. I don't believe there's any experts. Like I said, the only reason I don't believe there's experts in this field because it's so ongoing. Yeah. This right. is not the kind of field where everybody's going to have an answer. I don't care how many electronic things they bring in or whatever. The answers mm-hmm. are never really going to be there. It's well, always going to be an well, investigation. I always say we'll know the truth when we die. <laughs> That's know? right. And we yeah. will. This is yeah, true. yeah. But yeah, it's everything. like, I don't know. It's the way I feel about it is just because you don't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. Right. And like I try to say, and I told this to Deanne, she, she understands. And uh, the inner circle should understand. Just because, you know, some, if somebody says something happens and we're not there to, at the same time that it happened to the person, does not mean it didn't happen, okay? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's something between the person and the experience they had. Hopefully, just like when we're talking about Chrissy's, uh, Chrissy's place, hopefully when me and Deanne go there, that, you know, I would be I'd be overjoyed if the bed starts rocking and, you know, shaking. Right, you know? right. Um, but it doesn't happen <laughs> all the time. Yeah, right. I right. mean, that's. You know, I mean, if it's there, and, and uh, nobody has a right to tell a person there's no spirits, or you, or right. it's you know, you didn't experience that, okay? Right, because because you weren't there when it happened. <laughs> that's right, you know, and you know, and I, you know, I mean, I've seen some really nasty posts, not only with my group, your group, oh, my group, I, you I'm know, there's some things on the internet, that, you know, I mean, right now, what I'm doing is with my website, I've been trying to work on it myself. I'm redoing mm-hmm. it. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and I get people, well, there's no website on it. Well, hey, don't you ever think that sometimes you reconstruct those things, you know? Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now, and I'm working on it myself, and I'm not a computer expert, but I'm doing it myself. Right. And it's going to take time because there's a lot of new things I wouldn't, you know, want to post, like uh, doing with my little, remember we were talking about what I do with the camera? I've got the right. the old-fashioned thing that my mom had taught me years ago with the cameras to take a little what what most of your your electronic people would consider infrared I do it in a different form I just take a red cellophane put it over the lens start taking pictures and you see different hot spots as mm. my mom would call it I like that concept I really do I, mean, I did that at Bachelor's <clears throat> Grove with my daughter-in-law it's, it's just like why spend hundreds of dollars when you someone get the same result Mm-hmm. Bringing a compass out to a location, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, anything like yeah, a compass would work just wonderfully. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a magnetic force. Right. I mean, it's it's. And if that thing starts spinning on its own, it's like whoa, okay. Okay, there. there's something there. I mean, yeah, yeah, and you got to look at it. I mean, I go back. I mean, we're talking way back into spiritualism when it first started. Those people didn't have anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, I. I I always laughed at, you know, people talking about Bachelor's Grove, da-da-da-da-da. And I was probably wandering the grounds before some of these people were even born. 
you know, sad to say, but, you know, <laughs> we're going back to 1975-76, you know right. what I'm yeah. yeah, and another thing, now, you know, people talk about all the different boards and stuff, here's something you can do, that's mm. very easy, take a shot uh-huh. glass, turn it over, make your A, B, C, D, you know, do your alphabet, do your numbers, yeah. put your yeah. fingers on it, that works as a, my mom used to do that. Yeah, your mom, as you told me, has a history. Yeah, most people don't know about. Yeah. yeah, you know, she's the one that got me started, and she's gone now. You know, yeah. as a matter of fact, she has she's pulled some numbers on us and during different times of boards. One time in a cemetery, and then another time with my son. But we can go in that some other time. But anyway, she has come through and talked. But she's the one who uh, I okay, I'll be forty nine, so I was like probably six seven years old. So that'll tell you how long I've been doing a lot of this. Yeah, and the thing is, is it's you just didn't pop up on the internet doing this. Okay? Right, I just didn't pop long. up overnight. I've been doing it for years, yeah. and the reason, like I said, my group kind of got started was something my son, God rest him, wanted me to do over eight years ago. And I think, uh, hell, we met about three years ago. Yeah, three yeah, to four did. years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was right after my son got killed. Right, right. You know, and that'll and, be three uh, years in July. Yeah, and I was going through things then and stuff also, but mm-hmm. um, uh, you and I can both contest to the fact that there is a, such a thing as miracles. That's right. And, uh, oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll oh definitely. Right yeah. All I do is look at my grandson, my youngest grandson, and I just think there's a miracle of life. One yep. pound, 13 ounces. Let me tell you, that was something. And the miracle of prayer. That's, yep. That's a fact. Yeah, you got it. Like I said, it's... And like and you the and I, little secret is, it does have to come from the heart, you know? It all comes from the inside. That's yeah. the way I look at it. It's what you feel on the inside, and that brings out a lot. And that right. can bring out spirits. I'm going to, I'm starting a new segment of the show, and we're going to start tonight. Um, it's, you know how Jerry Springer has his uh, <laughs> little commentaries at the okay, end? Okay, okay. <clears throat> we're going to have Shanahan's insight. Okay. okay. This is just a personal personal opinions on my part in that, and uh, it's going to be different subjects at different you know different times, and so tonight will be the first Shanahan insight. At times when I see people on the internet looking for help with spirits in their locations, there seems to be a universal response: banish, banish, banish. Well, let me say, I follow and believe in what a Native American who, as a child, was raised on a reservation, told me. She will not be anywhere near an area where someone attempts to banish spirits. I have a first-hand account, and I believe it's mentioned on our video tape of Dream Weepers on our website that they had three, indiv- three ladies attempt to banish the spirits there and said they were gone. Well, the fact is they came back stronger. I believe there is a, prob- there is a problem. I believe there is a problem. My inner knowledge tells me what it is, and what should be done and how, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. It's like three, three steps. Number one, no, individual, no individuals are more powerful than spirits or the spirit, spiritual world. So the self-proclaimed banishers have their eyes shut if they feel they have the power to do so. Just look at the many failed attempts. Proof is in the proof. Mm-hmm. The second thing is the answers are, are simple. And they're just a couple. For the situation, no matter what one's faith is, believe I believe in 
an individual's abilities whose ritual or beliefs involves their higher power to intervene or assist. That's true. Or, or the spiritual world to assist. You know, by that I mean an individual. <clears throat> and a perfect example, and it's, you know, you see healers, be them religious healers, you see um, exorcism, be them religious exorcism, let's say like the uh, Catholic Church or whatever. Mm-hmm. These people aren't walking in and just, you know, I have the power. No, they're all asking for their higher power to intervene, okay? And they use the ritual involving their higher powers. So, and the third thing is, is people should actually ask for mutual peace and acceptance at the location of the spirit, mm-hmm. okay? Um, that way you're showing no harm, thus you ask for none. You're welcome to be guided if there is a need for it to be guided. Yes, it is spirits. You more or less welcome them. Don't try to banish them. I mean, oh. you know, that's a powerful world. That's a spiritual world. Yeah. Um, and remember, there is no one person more powerful than the spiritual world. But there are some of us with the experience and in- internal knowledge of their wishes. And... Um, and that's the Shanahan insight and personal opinions. So that's how it's going to go every week, a different topic, a different subject. So, uh, But those are my feelings. And I see a lot on the Internet, as I know you do. And, yeah. Uh, I think the answers are very simple, and people try to make it very hard. <laughs> and that's generally, isn't that generally the case with everything? So, I mean, people just have a way of making things a lot harder when it shouldn't be that hard. It's no. complicated. Yeah. yeah. You know, Me and I mean, Dan were talking about that earlier today, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's a problem there. I'd like to make a couple of announcements. That um, again, Sunday, January twenty eighth, eleven thirty a.m. to four p.m. An afternoon of psychic readings for your entertainment. No set fees. Only a gift offering to the reader of your choice, and that'll be at Champs in Burbank, it's sixty five zero one West Seventy ninth Street, and the readers will be me. Patty, as we announced, Deanne, who will be doing her her magic uh, with the tarot cards, um, Rhonda and Leah will be joining us. So there will be five readers for that day. And it's a nice place. And also, like I said, you gave a massive hammer for $250. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Then we come back on February 17th, and we go to the Humphrey House, the haunted Humphrey House of the Orland Park. Illinois Historical Society. We're going to be spending approximately six hours there on Saturday, February 17th. Okay, there'll be a closed-off group outing, as I call it, and we will finish it with the Circle of Energy. So um, that should be an experience. What do you think? I think it sounds good. Deanne, do you think it'll be uh, interesting? Over at the Humphrey House? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, especially after my uh, dream. Yeah. In my experience, I had there <laughs> in the past. And oh, I, yeah. hopefully we get Chrissy out there, and hopefully John, who I haven't, I'm still waiting to hear from for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're still hoping on getting out to Dream Reapers. And uh, I know we have Jeannie's interest, very interested in showing up and stuff like that. So it should be an interesting night there. And uh, so I will make an announcement. I'll send an email to those who've already showed interest. 
uh, people can email me if they want, and uh, I'll leave you know, you know, when the page is up about it and everything. But Patty, do you have any further things you want to say? Uh, just, you know, like I said, I just believe that there's, there's, like I said, if you just can't see it, doesn't mean it isn't there. Yeah, right, and uh, you know, the, I guess it's something I go by, and uh, and like I said, you know, I, you know, an hour show doesn't really cover everything I've seen, and no. No. But it just gives you a general idea, you know. Like I said, I've been around for a while. It's just like I said. And you and I work alike. Dan works with us that way. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the people of an inner circle are that way. They're feelers. They're um, in different ways. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think if you, I myself personally, I think if you use your feelings and just kind of go with it, put yourself into a little bit of a meditation state when you're on these locations. <clears throat> You'd be surprised what opens up to you. Well, that's what I try to do. People say, hey, why do you take them? You know, that's what I try to do with the people we take out. And they say, why do you go at night? Why are you going to Humphrey House at night? Da, 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 da. And the answer is, as I explained before, it's like if you're walking around your house during the day, okay, with the, you know, with the sun shining and the lights, whatever, you know, everything's simple. I mean, you know, you don't have to really even think, okay? But if you get up in the middle of the night with all the lights off and your senses have to kick in. Mm -hmm. And little the stuff you just took for granted, all of a sudden you're listening closer, you're you know, you're trying to see harder. You're trying to you're you're trying to sense the area you're walking in. So that's one of the reasons why I like taking people out at night. Not mm -hmm. not for the no, it's not factor. really. Yeah, it's it's the for the way. factor of leaving the, the uh, senses kick in. Let Mine are already on. Yeah. Yours yeah. are already on. Deanne's are already on. These are people that want to experience stuff, so the best way to experience this is with your senses. Okay? Yeah, and like I said, most of the time I go to these locations, I just basically um, will just say, you know, I'll have people with me, I'll say, shh, be quiet a minute. Yeah, and if you put an EMF meter in my hand, all my senses shut off, so yeah. that's why I'd rather not have anything, you know, no tools. Like I said, I'd just rather take my little camera. And... Yeah. I'll okay, give people so... my dowsing rods and stuff like that and leave them here fun. But Yeah. For uh, me, it's a... more of a, a calm state in my energies can be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very calming. Like I said, that, that's one of my favorite things, I can walk a cemetery and just feel so relaxed. So if we do do something at your place and we invite people along, we hopefully we could uh, even if, when we do the thing at the Humphrey House, our thing is to try to have people's senses kick in mm -hmm. for them to experience yeah. it. To that experience way. it, yeah. I, I agree. Okay. I think that's more of a. I think that's ten times better than anything. Right. Okay. Let some call intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Let yourself go with it. Mm -hmm. Okay, ladies. I want to say thank you for tonight. Sorry about thank the gremlins. Uh, Patty, direct. People, I will be on your website is, or your owl group, as you know, okay. uh, tomorrow. But later tonight or tomorrow morning, direct people to the MySpace, which will play the program. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, we will have our revenge on the gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I should believe it. I mean, you're talking to me, so nothing, anything's possible. <laughs> so, and thank you, Patty. Oh, thank you guys very much. I Deanne, thank you very much. And I'm going to try to send the show off with this song. And thank you, listeners, who will be listening to the rebroadcast of this. Thank you all.
Bye bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>